another turning point, a fork stuck in the road. Time grabs you by the wrist, directs you where to go. So make the best of this test and don't ask why. It's not a question, but a lesson learned in time. It's something unpredictable, but in the end is right. I hope you had the time of your life. Hello and welcome into That's So Dolphins Talk. Got myself, John Baker, the co-pilot, Trick-or-Trey Proctor. The Finns fought hard. It's this is this team is tough as nails. They have some resiliency. Came up short, but they did make it a game, like I predicted here on the playoff preview pod, might I add. But came up short. It sucks, but damn was that fun. Oh man, oh man, oh man. The the rainbow of emotions um the rainbow has, has colors to an amount that i do not know the answer to it might be seven might be eight i don't know how many colors in the rainbow but <clears throat> i know that the amount of emotions the amount of emotions that i um experienced during that game um rivals very little in my football career um it was one of those things where i i was so negative into the game that i didn't allow myself to get two up for the first quarter i lasted one quarter of not getting up and at that point i retouched down i was grittying across the garage <laughs> <clears throat> I have no voice, as you can hear from the singing of the fight song. Um, they sucked me in, John. I was so attached. I didn't. I didn't know player names. I knew them, but I didn't care about them. I just saw eleven men going to war on each side of the football, and I saw a head coach that was resilient that had buy-in from his team, that made mistakes, but also made play calls to counteract those mistakes. Um, I, I think we can look back at this game five years from now and say it was necessary. It doesn't feel good now, but it feels necessary. Yeah, I agree. I, I just felt like we were going to be in the game for some reason. Like I, I even texted you. This as like, I have a feeling like it just, something felt different. And then as we were holding them and holding them and then they did kind of, when it was 17, nothing, I was like, all right, well, you know, it was, you know, I'm just enjoying the fact that, you know, we got to the playoffs. We had a playoff game. We're too injured. We're not ready. Just glad to be here. And then all of that insanity in the second quarter, completely changed my mind where I was gritty in across the, the living room and dining room, <laughs> sending pictures in the chat. <laughs> like 
I got so invested into the game. And then especially when they come out in that third quarter and score that touchdown right away, like that was a high that I've never felt as a Dolphins fan. That's the high I haven't felt since the Trent Sherfield touchdown during the San Francisco game. Yeah. And it kind of seemed like there's a lot of mo we got here and some late mistakes costed them. Everyone wants everything that I see on Twitter, and I've been going back and forth with people already, especially Big Mike. Like Big Mike, just all he wants, all it makes it look like I'm arguing with him all the time, but literally I'm just trying to like give him a different perspective, and he just instantly argues with me. So like he said that that third and eighteen from our own 18 is a terrible play call to want to throw it when it wasn't a terrible play call. Waddle was open. Tua was open or not Tua. Tyreek was open. He just made the wrong throw. That's not yeah. a play call. That's just a bad decision from a seventh round fucking rookie quarterback. There's, I don't understand why people want to stay conservative when there's no, it's, it's win or go home. Like there's no chance. And, then what it not being able to get the plays in the delay of games wasting the timeouts i for on both sides of the ball the bills helped us so many times there with timeouts yeah such a wild game such like bad coaching on both sides for most of the game and then really i don't from what it sounds like it looks like the dolphins didn't get their play in in time on that fourth and one <clears throat> well, from what I've seen, McDaniel said that he was told by his his booth and officials that it was a first down. So he had called first down play with first down personnel. It looked like a first down at first, and then all of a sudden they backed it up, and then I was like, okay, well, it's fourth and one, let's go for it. And then, then they were switching personnel out, and there's 12 seconds left, and then we're still in the huddle with five seconds left to go, and we got no timeout. So, like, it was – I. It's community seems to come down to communication as always, but uh, that was a hell of a lot of fun. You're devastated, but I'm optimistic. We're on completely different ends of the spectrum. I'm drawn. I am. I am. I am devastated because I feel like teams only get so many windows and I'm so worried that we're, this this could be this could be needed, <clears throat> but if we don't make the right decisions this off season, if we don't sign Wilkins, if we think, don't sign Sealer. Yeah, there's there's oh my if there's two line things- got pressure when it mattered, dude. Yeah, Chubb came up big when it mattered. Phillips was big. These boys were hungry, man. It like. Felt like we had an opportunity, and we win this game. And two is back. That's what it felt like. Yeah, I'd feel better if they came out and said there's no shot Tua is going to play the rest of the year. Then I wouldn't give a fuck. Yeah, but they said that like Tua would probably play next week, and uh, I, I, yeah, it sucks because does this just give you know does this just give us enough fucking fuck you in our blood? That we are hungry this offseason. X already came out and said, This is the worst year he's had. He will be back better than ever next year. So that's big. I agree. Byron Jones can fuck off sitting at home with your bullshit injury, dude. Unless you have cancer or something like that, fuck.
fuck you. I don't think he's I don't think he's hurt. I don't think he's hurt one bit. I think <sighs> I think he was a Flores loyalist. And once and what they did to Flores, I think that that is the reason why he did this. That is my suspicion. I'm getting purely I'm getting accusatory here, but like that, but there's no other reason why he wouldn't want to play. Dude, yeah, I don't know. He's a fucking dirtball. And I'll tell him that right to his face. So tag him in the post. I don't give a shit. Go back to the fucking Yeah, you jumped far in the draft, dude. We gave you way too much money. I remember your broad jump in the draft in the combine. Everyone thought you were a freak. Yeah, you're a freak, all right. Sweet. You're a fucking thief. Sitting at home, he's collecting money, dirtball, unless you have a serious like cancer. Or like sickle cell or something, then I'm sorry. But other than that, fuck you. Alright. Next up, fucking waddled hurt me early, dude. Yeah, bad, waddled. Bad drops. Really bad drops. Tyreek had a bad drop. And there were to be like drops are to be expected. However, not in a game like this. Like you can't have mistakes like that. And it seems like he's that's always all- jumping. He's always doing this. He's jumping and catching it. He's yeah. fucking Mike Wallace, dude. He's Mike Wallace. That's what it looks like. Yeah. It really did look like he was Mike Wallace out there sometimes. Jumping way too much. Like, keep your feet. If he kept his catch feet. It. Why he... is he catching everything like a fucking punt? Hand this way. Where's the fucking triangle, Jalen? I let him do it to me, John. I said I wasn't going to let him do it. And they fucking did it. They did it bad. You are down bad right now. <laughs> Dude, it's eight and a half months of sadness. Dude, it's not we have sadness, nothing. Man. What? Are, what are we? We just we just showed up to Buffalo, who is like already crowned king, anointed the kings of the NFL, and we lost by three with seven scrubs on the field. Dude, we get healthy, we get right, we get to a new helmet, maybe give him another lineman. Dude, Cotton didn't play bad today. I didn't hear him once. I didn't think the line played bad at all. Yeah, actually, you're right. I, I, I kind of that that was lost in my like there was, but there were some there were some plays where there was like, co- like uh, where they were just bringing the house. Like you can't block everybody. It's pretty obvious. Well, and a couple of the sacks were on the running backs for not picking up the blitz. Yeah, and I don't think that that if most plays, I don't think all of that happens. Jeff Wilson, a little bit iffy. But the run game wasn't quite there. I mean, you're going. I mean, Savon Ahmed. How about him? Yeah, pretty good game. Yeah, good game. Great. Yeah, I like. Oh, we got what we needed, dude. Our red. We were there to win a fucking. Dude, we were there too. We were there. We. Had I didn't it. want this. I did. Oh my god. I literally dude, sent your messages so at bad. halftime. It said we literally have them exactly where we want them. I was almost greedy in the food line parking lot. Because I went over to donate clips. During the game? What the fuck are I, you I went, doing, dude? I went, I went at halftime. Oh, all right. <laughs> look, who's getting, look who's getting your fucking bumps in at halftime. Like, Jesus. <laughs> I was like, dude, I, I got to get out of here at halftime. I was way too hyped. You know, I'm hoping that... I'm glad that they came out today and said... Hold on, I gotta gargle this beer because my throat hurts. Hold on. <clears throat> I 
I was happy. Oh my God, it feels so much better. I was happy that they came out today and said Tua is the starter next year. He's coming back. Yeah. That uh, feels huge. That that takes a lot of controversy out of this team, I think, this offseason. Um, I think we need to figure out we're not gonna be players in the draft this year, I don't think. I mean, we're gonna draft people, but I don't I'm not expecting a single impact from that draft class. So we need to so if we get like one player that produces a tackle, I'll be happy. Yeah. What we need to figure out is what we can do free agency wise to continue to build around this team. And that means one or two linemen, linebackers, DBs. That's my wish list. Yeah. Everyone calling for running backs. I don't think we need a running back, dude. I'm happy with Mr. and Wilson. I don't think we need a running back. Who who's saying we need running backs? I'm seeing it on Twitter. This this if we draft a young running back and oh blah blah blah. Everyone wants a young running back and they blow their knee out by year two in a practice and then yeah. they get anything out of them. Yeah, I don't think we That's need I, I think I think this team's needs are linemen, linebackers, defensive backs. That's it. Offensive linemen, linebackers, defensive backs is what we need to continue to pursue. Um, what I did like is, you know, Needham's an unrestricted free agent, so we got to figure him out. Mm-hmm. We've got to figure out Wilkins, and we got to figure out Sealer. I guess we can probably do a, I mean, I'm sure we'll do a draft and free agency preview podcast, I'm sure, but mm-hmm. that's just kind of what I'm thinking about at this point, looking, looking ahead. Um, I, I think I, I what think I do like here's what I do like about this game. I think that it is now nationally known. We showed up on a national stage, yeah, and I think a lot of people are having the expectations that if this team has Tua, we might win that game by ten points. I think we win that game. Yeah, I think we win by two possessions if Tua plays, and we went in there odds. A hundred thousand percent stacked against us. Like nobody picked us to be anywhere near, except for this podcast. Picked them to play a close game. We had no Tua. No Tua. We had the shitty uniforms that we always play bad in. Bad uniform combo. We had Nikki Smokes jumping through a fucking table with Nikki Bills Smokes fans. jumping through a table. Demar Hamlin was allegedly not at the game, but was supposed to be. That was big. And then. I know you fucking, you're a Josh boy, you're a fucking Stan, but I just don't, I don't, I don't know. A lot of, a lot of cover zero, man. A lot of cover zero. Yeah. Okay. So what I will say to that is that he was pissing me off early. I was irritated. I, I, everything that I said about Boyer on here, I was ready to throw it all away. And then all of a sudden they started adjusting and they started moving parts and they were playing some zone at some point too. Like they were. They were doing some different things. They even dropped two safeties at one point. So, like, when was the last time we ever dropped two safeties? So, I think Boyer, I think that they're going to look for a defensive coordinator. I don't think they're going to – it it depends. I think it's going to come down to who really can sell themselves and make themselves think that they're better than Boyer. I think – I mean, I don't think the Dolphins are going to go out and say we're looking – I don't think they're going to fire Boyer uh, right away until – yeah. Like they're gonna shop around first, and if they think they got, they can get somebody that they really, really, really want, who really has a really good plan, then like maybe a Jim Schwartz, maybe a Fangio. I don't know if I really want Fangio. Um, 
maybe somebody like a Jim Schwartz or um, Jim Schwartz, the only one that's coming to mind right now. Maybe Staley. Give me Manny Diaz, dude. Yeah, um, maybe, uh, maybe we steal somebody that gets fired. I don't know. Because, like, literally, if you're thinking about this, Brandon Staley might get fired tomorrow. And he, that's a pretty good – that seems like a pretty good uh, defensive coordinator. Is he a defensive-minded coach? I thought he was calling the plays offensively. No, he calls the defense, but he was a quarterback. Oh. Okay. That's interesting. That Yeah, that is an interesting – I heard them say that last night. Yeah, he calls the defense. I mean, he's pretty – uh, I, I don't know. I, I think I'd probably, out of anybody, if you're talking Fangio, Schwartz, Staley, I think I'd take Schwartz all day. So. <clears throat> or I, the, if, if I'm thinking of a wish list too for free agency, like obviously I think that we need to, re, two, two things need to happen right away. We need to restructure Chubb. We need to restructure Tyreek. Give them their money now. And then let's push off their cap hit later on. Give them a big signing bonus right now to restructure, push their money later on. Let's just keep – we can always restructure. That That's not a hard thing to do. They're going to get their money no matter what. Let's just figure get out. Get Byron Jones off this team. Byron get Jones Eric Rowe off this team. Eric Rowe – so, okay, here's here's what I – I hate Eric Rowe, but Eric Rowe might be – is a good backup option. Because Eric Rowe – But I think he's Eric not making backup money. Well, yeah, he is making a lot of money. Um, get Teddy Bridgewater off the scene. There's a, from what I saw, I don't remember who posted it, so forgive me for stealing your tweet. But I think there's a way we can free up like seventy-two million in cap space. I think it is. Yeah, Neil Driscoll, he put out a pretty aggressive. He put out a really aggressive approach. I don't think all of those things would happen, but I think we can realistically free up about fifty if we do the right thing. So, real if we restructure Chubb and Hill, and then we can. Get rid of Byron Jones post July one. Get rid of Eric Rowe, um, and let Bridgewater go because Bridgewater only signed a one year deal, I believe. Um, once that money frees up, get rid of Jacecki. Just let Jacecki walk. That's free money. Again, too, you're getting that back now. I said not going against the cap because he was a franchise tag. You've now created probably around somewhere between forty five and fifty million dollars. And then we got to sign Needham. You got to sign Needham. You got to sign Wilkins. You got to sign Sealer. Yeah, those are my top three to be signed. And then you can probably look at what to do with Tua because he's on a. You can put Tua on his fifth year. Yeah, you just take his fifth year. You just take. His you can fifth. take. Realistically, you could take his fifth year, and then. I mean, this has got to be his prove it year, right? Like. Hmm. He's going to have the contract, so he's going to, yeah. And then you get him another lineman. You get him – you because here's the – here's the I think you get a right tackle. Keep yes. the you got now, get a right tackle, and you can plug and play dudes until you figure out the right combo at left guard. Realistically, if you get a right tackle and a true fucking center, you can put Connor Williams at left guard where he belongs. Yeah, agreed. So then that we get a right tackle and a center, bump Connor Williams and left guard. And then one thing about this year is a lot of dudes got a lot of playing time. I wasn't mad at Kendall Lamb. I no, wasn't mad at Brandon Shell. Played great. Really like Brandon. I wasn't I, I like Brandon Shell. I like Foster fucking 
Cotton, whatever the hell his name is. Uh, the dude that Robert Jones, Rob Jones, he played well today too. Like, yeah, they found some guys that are good, serviceable guys. You don't want them to be your starters every week, but like you, they, they, I mean, they're guys that you're gonna need depth wise because the inevitable is gonna happen where injuries are gonna happen. It's a violent game that we're playing here, but so I think that. I mean, again, I think we're getting we're getting to our um, once the season's over, um, you know, obviously we're getting to our free agency wish list and have a podcast probably before and after free agency and then draft wise. But, but I want to get into the two and news a little bit, um, because yeah. I think that I think that's just that's interesting, um, because it's coming from not you know an Adam Beasley or a Barry Jackson. It's coming from a national, yeah, insider. Yeah, it came from which. Sh- which feels to me like for that to be released, one, I think it protects the franchise and Tua for the offseason so that he doesn't have to hear that all year. But two, that has to come from – you would think that has to come from pretty high up within the organization. Maybe not Ross, but for sure Greer, right? Has to. Has to go through him to get that out there. So They throw smoke all the time. Look at how much smoke they threw in that draft. To get to it, yeah. and they're throwing, they threw smoke all the time. So for them to get out front ahead of this, and uh, because it was going to get loud, no matter what, regardless of what they had. Oh, it was going to be Brady. It was going to be Rogers. Don't get me wrong, I I love Rogers, but I think I think you have an, a serviceable backup in Skyler Thompson. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you could still bring a vet in if you had to. Um, yeah. Whether that you know, I don't know what that's going to look like, but I, I think you could still bring a vet in, but. I'm I'm super happy that they because I I really think going into this offseason it wouldn't be is Tua gonna be a dolphin. It was gonna be is Tua ever gonna play football again, right? And they literally eliminated that this morning. They said he's back and he's the starter next year. Yeah. And Glazer said yesterday on the pregame before the Niners game that if they won today, Tua was playing like they were aiming to play him next week because he would have been four weeks in the protocol. Like there's no reason that he was already doing workouts and everything. He wouldn't be through the protocol. Yeah. But uh, if you did listen to, I, I am actually, I, before we, before we move on, I, I am, I, I agree a hundred percent with you. I'm really glad that they got out ahead and they, and they, they said this because the noise would have been really loud. And there's a lot of things out there where people are saying, well, he should never play football again. Concussions, concussions, concussions. Well, okay, if that's the case, like a lot of people have had concussions and come back and play football. Aaron Rodgers had two concussions in 2010, and he came back and he, he's played for 13 more years. Like the, the, a lot of people have had concussions and they come back and play and they're totally okay. Everyone just likes to – I don't understand what it is about like Tua that these people like – Twitter hates Tua so much. And yeah. it, makes, it makes no sense. There's a very select few of us that are like the the ones that are, you know, loyal to the soil on it. And I don't it's it's so like house divided type things. Either you absolutely hate him and you want somebody else, which seems to be the loudest crowd, or it's just like everyone else over here is like, well, we're just happy we have like a quarterback that like actually plays sound and he, you know, he doesn't have the biggest arm in the world, but he wins games. Who cares about? Whether or not he could throw it ninety yards or not, like I don't give a fuck about that. Yeah, he had a, a bad stretch down the line, but like you're eight and four with him. Dude doesn't have a losing record, so yeah, would have been nice to have him today. But 
that's what gives me so much hope for next year, man. Like, because I think that with that team, I, the here's another thing. Everyone seems to think that there's such a gap between the Dolphins and the Bills, and that gap from game three when we played them shrunk, and then when we played them again, it shrunk again. And I think it's pretty even that the Dolphins have caught the Bills. And uh, na national media will never say that. Maybe even other Dolphins, you know, people that do podcasts like we do, won't say that. But four we played three games against them this year. All, all of these games combined score. The Bills only beat them by four points combined. So... The gap is not as is the gap is not as large as what you think, like what people might think. Like this team is not far. They're just to have a few, like they're very, very young. I can't tell you how many players today. This is the first playoff game they ever played in. Like Tyreek Hill and Terrence are the only people that have played in a uh, in a playoff game. And Xavier Howard, like nobody else played in a playoff game before. Landon yeah. Roberts won Super Bowls with the Patriots. Eric Rowe won yeah. the Patriots. Aside from all that, this is their first playoff experience. So I just named four or five guys out of the 22 that play on the field. So a lot of dudes got a lot of experience today in a highly competitive game. I mean, not all of them are going to be starters next year. Some of them are going to be gone, but at the same point, like we got a lot of dudes, a lot of experience in some high pressure situations at the end of the year with a really good coaching staff that yes, made some bonehead plays late. Not maybe not, it might not be their fault, but we did it with a third-string quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, we did it with a third-string quarterback and our two biggest playmakers, um, you know, not having playmaker-type games. Yeah, I think that I think that there's a lot of uh, – that's why I'm looking at it with a glass uh, half-full half type than half-empty. So, um but yeah, what, what a game that we had last night, too, with the Jags game. I don't know. Fuck you, Justin Herbert. How about that? Justin Herbert and Tua still had the same amount of playoff wins. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know. I just feel I feel really good about the Finns, and this was such an awesome season. Sucks that it ended the way it did, but... You know what I like, dude? I'm getting, I'm getting the, you know what's bringing me out? Am I reeling you back in? No, you know what's reeling me back in, dude? Seeing all the players tweet that, like, 2023, like, they feel. They're close. There's players tweeting that they're ready to, like, tomorrow they're in the weight room is what I, what I feel. Yeah. That's not going to happen. I mean, there's definitely going to be a lot of shit, but. Like, and I don't know what Jalen just tweeted. Stand on all that BS y'all talking about. I don't know what that means. I don't know if people are talking shit about his drops or what, but yeah. Uh, sorry, I was reading it. I was reading from this Travis Lester. Uh, this is what he says about the third and 19. It's 100% on McDaniel. Third and 19 from inside your own 20 with a seven round QB. You need to run the ball there or find something underneath. Our D was playing great. We gave them a short field and a flip momentum and gave Buffalo two tutties. That's all on coaching. I literally screenshotted where Tyreek and Waddle were wide open on that play. 
Yeah, and for all we know, it was called to be underneath. <laughs> and uh... it, yeah, it sucks that uh, we didn't win. Look at Waddle tweeting out. Stand on all that BS y'all talking about. I literally just read that, dude. What does that mean? I don't know. I literally just read that. Jalen Phillips tweeted that he's ready to roll. And the season start tomorrow. Are we XFL? Are we doing the XFL podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Andretti wants to do an XFL. He wanted to do an XFL uh, logo and uniform reveal show. <laughs> I couldn't do that. I love you, Andretti, but I couldn't do that. <sighs> I got nothing else, man. <sighs> I, I'm, I'm milked everything out I could. I need to... Oh, I forgot about Trill Williams, too, bro. Yeah, we're getting Brandon Jones, dude. Brandon Jones. God. Needham. Uh, Mackenzie Alexander. We just named Ogball. Huh? Ogball. Yeah, we're getting Ogba back. We need a linebacker, maybe Tyndall. Oh, it develops or. I got to look at linebacker free agents. Realistically. Monte David. <sighs> That's a big price tag. I need to look at linebacker free agents <laughs> and offensive line free agents. We could. There's, we could a, there's some big. There's some big veteran uh, offensive line. I think there's like three. I mean, they're old, but would be good. I don't care. Money's not real. Pay that all three of them. Yeah, Barry Jackson keeps saying that there's um that the, the Dolphins have no cap space, and so I I was like. Barry, quit pushing the narrative that, there, that we have no cap space. Like, that we can clearly make cap space. He knows this. The cap isn't real. The cap isn't real. Everyone knows that. It's whether or not you're willing to maneuver around the cap. <sighs> it, just, it just sucks, man. That was a heck of a game. That was a heck of a season. Hopefully uh, everyone will get back and they'll be healthy next year. But man, I feel good about I feel good about this offseason. I don't I'm not ashamed to be a Dolphin fan. TD Fins talk said seven minutes ago that Skyler is the best QB on the roster. TD Fins talk. If you're listening to this, you are the worst Dolphins fan. In the history of all fandom, and I'm pretty sure OJ Simpson's a Dolphins fan. <laughs> but that's again, bro. All right. Well, that is a wrap on the season. It was a fun 19 weeks of football. We will be back again. Early announcement. We'll be back for another 
divisional round playoff pod preview. Mm-hmm. Still a playoff preview pod, P squared, P cubed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am two for one in my picks. Where are you? Are you 0 for three? Okay, well. One for two. Well, no. I said I'm two and one, bro. Oh, okay. The Jags plus the points. I said Jags plus the points, and I said Dolphins plus the points. Oh, oh, I thought you I I went by actual score predictions. Game or winner. Because I picked the Niners and the Jags, but then I did pick the Dolphins. Hart wanted the Dolphins. Head should have taken the Bills. No, I'm never betting against the Dolphins. And the I think we're all I think pretty much all three of us are sitting at two and one. Yeah. What a tight race. What's the score in this uh Vikings game? I think it's 24-14 or 24-21. Wow. Giants. 24-21. Because the Vikings just scored. <sighs> Come on, G Men. Luther Campbell, fuck you. Y'all going to say I'm crazy, but I'm packaging Waddle and Tula. Fucking idiots, Tula. For Lamar Jackson. Who is that? Loser Campbell. He's the guy from the fucking... He was a rapper oh that was with gosh. the 90s. With the 90s Miami Hurricanes. Loser Campbell, I would rather have Nick Cannon's rap career than your rap career, you dirtball. You know nothing about the sport of football. Continue to make rap videos. That's where you need to stay. Uh, there's just some really bad takes that people put on this Dolphins. You just gotta, I just got, I gotta get off. I gotta get off. Oh, no, I need it for news. Or I'm gonna get the pods get canceled. What's fucking Jeff Darlington saying? Oh, give us a little Jeff Darlington. He always get good takes. I'm not one to consider no news as news, but one tweet on it seems reasonable. Dolphins had ha- haven't had any conversations about moving on to next season. Without Mike McDaniel, Chris Crew, or Tua Tagovailoa, assuming he's healthy, per sources, all three remain in the team's plan. Let's just squash that and build a team. End of story. Whatever, dude. I, everyone's up and down on Chris Greer. I don't know. I'm. I'm not. I'm going to formulate my own opinion, and he has done enough to get this team into the playoffs mm-hmm. and to build this team. To be close with the Bills, and that's really all I can all I can ask for. Has he missed on picks? Sure. Who hasn't? No, yeah, everyone's missed on picks. Now, yes, it does suck that we miss on Austin Jackson, Noah Igmanogany, and you know, other Liam Mike and Turd. Like it sucks that yeah. we missed those three just because they're pretty obvious positions where we clearly miss, but he didn't miss on Javon Holland. Hasn't quite he hasn't he didn't miss on two. I don't care what anyone says. Like when two is healthy, this is a really good football team. And yeah, a Durham Smythe he got. Mike Jacecki just forever drops every freaking pass. They drop the pass in the middle of the field. Oh my God, so many drops. Uh, get rid of him. Please, if there's anything that we do this year, please get Mike Jacecki. I'm t- I've watched him. From his whole entire career at Penn State, he's ruined my Dolphins watching. I never want to see Mike Jacecki play for another team I root for ever again. Please, dude. I've watched you too long. 
you have literally not changed since your sophomore year in college when you dropped that long pass against Ohio State. That would have been a it was a huge third down and you dropped it. No one remembers that play. People be, be slipping. People be forgetting. It's tucked away. Mm. I fucking hate Diesel Campbell so much, dude. <laughs> I don't understand what that tweet was. That's terrible. He's an idiot. But with that, we will be back with another playoff preview pod for the divisional round. We got still got two more games. Uh, that one's going on right now, and then we got the Ravens late tonight, and then we got the Bucks Cowboys tomorrow. Sucks that our season's over, but it was a good one. And Finn's up for life. Finn's up. Finn's up.